I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, which regulates many of our most critical bodily functions, such as learning and memory, emotional processing, sleep, temperature and pain control, and inflammatory and immune responses. The CBD brand that I take and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation to their reserve collection, a sleep gummy. The reserve collection is a specially curated blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids, including THC. Rich and bold, the Reserve Collection products are for when intense support is needed. Reserve Sleep Gummies build on their unique Reserve Collection formula with effective sleep-focused ingredients to better prepare you for bed each night. Wake up feeling refreshed, energized, and ready to take on the day with Reserve Sleep Gummies. All of Plus CBD's products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code HOFFMAN30 for 30 percent off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new reserve collection, Sleep Gummies. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. Another hour of the weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. we got lots to talk about this hour, plus your phone calls. You're invited to come directly into the doctor's office and pose your question. We've got lots of time. 877-726-8255, our number. And jot that number down because should a question occur to you during the week, well, anytime, 24-7, 365, you can phone 877-726-8255 and record a question, and that question will become fodder for a subsequent weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. We've got a lot of recorded questions, some great ones, so let's start with one this hour. Let's hear it. Hello. Uh, I'm a 72-year-old uh, retired registered dietitian. I was recently diagnosed with osteoporosis. I'm on no meds, and I refuse medication uh, for my bones at this point. I've started yoga, strength and balance training, and, of course, a good diet with supplements of vitamin D, K2, calcium, and magnesium. I'm wondering what tests other than the DEXA can help me measure if I'm being successful in strengthening my bones and how long, if I'm not successful, how long can I go before I will actually have to take these, these other medications to help me? Okay. Well, you know, this question is the basis for a lot of personalized consults that I do in my practice because what we do is we look at all the factors. We look at the extent of the osteoporosis on the DEXA scan. And sometimes, uh, unfortunately, you really have to pull the trigger on medication because while medication is sometimes prescribed indiscriminately to folks with minimal bone loss because it's kind of like statin drugs, you know, the view is like, well, Everyone can benefit from them. Uh, I think they should be used selectively because they have side effects. And in fact, you know, long-term use of some of these medications uh, can uh, actually undermine bone health and increase the risk for pathologic fractures. This is not to say that they don't have some benefit in people who are at high risk, but there's a risk-benefit equation, and you have to evaluate that. So uh, let's look, at, first of all, at, you know, the way we assess 
fracture risk. Because that's really what we're talking about. We're not talking about bone density per se as the end-all and be-all of fracture risk. Because, for example, there are drugs that can dramatically increase bone density. Fluoride is one of them. You know, the thing they add to water, well, it strengthens your teeth. And it also increases bone density. But what ends up happening is that while your bones may be more dense, they become more fragile. So they don't reduce fracture risk. You get dense but brittle bones. And that's not good. So the DEXA test is, is kind of limited, kind of limited in its ability to forecast who's going to get a fracture. But we use it as a surrogate measure of fracture risk to determine who should get these medications. And what they say here is that uh, DEXA, unfortunately, has about, and I'm reading an article entitled, um, uh, which is about another newer technique for looking at bone density that's kind of on the drawing board. It's not generally available. But what we really want is we want to, we want to test that not just measures bone density, but measures bone strength. And part of bone strength has to do with uh, architecture. The architecture of the bone has to do with strength. I mean, you look at sometimes some of the world's uh, longest, uh, biggest suspension bridge, bridges, and they look kind of gossamer-like, but they have uh, the kind of engineering structure, the lattice work that uh, resists stress and that helps with weight bearing. And these are engineering marvels, but they're based on engineering techniques that have been developed over centuries. And so what they're saying in this review is that DEXA has a less than 50% accuracy in identifying patients at risk of having bone fracture. They say the significant overlap in the bone mineral density values observed in patients with and without osteoporotic fractures strongly suggests that bone mineral density alone is insufficient in assessing bone health. So, okay, um, well, what else can you do? There's a test that is available. It's an alternative test. It's called QCT, uh, Quantitative Computive, Computed Tomography. And the T is the same T as you get in CT scans, CAT scans. Uh, that uses uh, CT imaging to determine the structure of bone. But it's controversial because it's pricier, it's less available, harder to find. I know some of my patients have undergone these tests, and what they found is that the results of the DEXA that told them they had osteoporosis is at variance with the result of the QCT test. The QT, QCT test has reassuringly told them that while they have reduced bone density, their bone structure is good. But unfortunately, the QC test, the QCT test sometimes overreads the risk, overestimates the risk. It also, because it's a CT scan and the DEXA is, uh, you know, more equivalent to, uh, you know, some of the less invasive kinds of tests, delivers less radiation. QCT delivers far more radiation and may exaggerate bone loss, especially in the spine. 
So uh, there is a profit motive here because, yeah, some radiology practices are offering it. It isn't necessarily better. Uh, maybe with more experience, they can hone it so that the results are more standardized. That's another problem because DEXA has been used for a long time and the results are really standardized. Uh, there are a lot of studies that uh, support its use. It's considered the gold standard and QCT uh, is not. It's not really that uh, standardized or well vetted in terms of its relationship to fracture risk. So, okay, so then what else can you do? Well, they're actually talking about a newer test that's on the drawing board. It's based on what they do sometimes in structural engineering. It's called finite element analysis. And what it will do is it takes, takes advantage of an understanding of uh, engineering. Uh, it gives you realistic 3D models of tissues and bones uh, based on, you know, what they actually do. Maybe they're trying to evaluate a material in a laboratory to see if it has structural integrity. Uh, they'll use this technique in industrial applications. Well, maybe they can apply this to humans. Um, they're probably going to rely on machine learning and AI and computer simulations. Um, they say that studies have shown that FE-based analysis can reliably predict bone strength and fracture risk. The problem is, well, twofold. One, it's on the drawing boards. It hasn't been perfected. Uh, I'm hoping that tests like this will become available, but also it will involve more radiation because to get multiple images and summate them for analysis, you're going to have to deliver more radiation to get those pictures. And so, uh, you know, I'm hoping that we come up with better, more predictive tests. Uh, right now, what you can do in the interim, rather than getting a lot of DEXA scans, because DEXA scans shouldn't be done more than, you know, every couple of years, because things don't change that quickly. It's a waste of time to do a DEXA scan at six months or a year. Wait two years and you might see a difference. But uh, you can also measure... Uh, something called the NTX test, which measures the loss of calcium uh, in the urine or actually the loss of bone uh, material in the urine. And if it's high, it means that you're rapidly losing bone. And if you do something, maybe you're doing some of the things that are healthy for your bone, uh, maybe the subsequent NTX, which can be repeated as quickly as every six months. I sometimes use it to gauge progress. If the NTX gets better, well, the suggestion is that you may be making progress at slowing bone loss. The other thing you can do is uh, couple the DEXA with something called a FRAX risk. The FRAX risk has been developed uh, at um, the University of Sheffield in the UK, and it takes advantage of age, sex, weight, height. If you've had a previous fracture, that increases your fracture risk score. Uh, whether a parent had a fracture risk for hereditary risk. If you're a smoker, yeah, that'll increase your risk. If you've taken steroids, if you have rheumatoid arthritis, uh, if you drink too much, drink three or more alcoholic beverages per day, that will increase your risk. Uh, and then, of course, you put in your bone mineral density and you factor that all in, and it's a plug-in. You can go online and plug in your information and see what your 10-year fracture risk is. Okay? So, yeah, that's a more comprehensive way of assessing risk. 
uh, pending new developments in imaging, which, you know, really should look not just at density, but look at strength, strength, flexibility, the ability to resist fractures due to falls or stress. But um, in terms of what you're doing, I can't really weigh in on whether it's a sound strategy for you to do uh, these natural things. Uh, one of the things you may consider, I don't think you mentioned it among your supplements, is the use of strontium. Uh, I favor the use of strontium as a supplement for strengthening bone. Used as a drug in Europe. Here it's available over the counter. Uh, 650 milligrams of strontium daily is what I generally recommend taken at bedtime. And over time, it can increase bone density. And not just Density, but actually in studies has been shown to decrease the risk of both hip and vertebral fractures. So that's a natural alternative. Doesn't always work. Some of my patients do require medication, but uh, there's something that you might want to look into. But we try to individualize our advice to patients like you. 877-726-8255 or number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. If you're a big sports fan like me, sometimes the best part about watching a football game are the pre- and post-game shows. Well, it's the same for probiotics. The most important part of probiotics are the prebiotics and postbiotics that come along. Not all probiotics have this superior combination. That's why I only buy Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. You see, prebiotics feed the probiotic colonies in your intestines, and postbiotics are the organic nutrients produced by Dr. O'Hara's three-year fermentation process that become the foundation for long-term colonization of the good bacteria in your body. This is so important. No other probiotic formula has this. As I get older, I want to protect protect my health the best I can and use only the best supplements that are available. So score a touchdown for your health. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers and online. Don't accept a substitute. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255, our number. And uh, one of the things that I take on a daily basis is creatine. Uh, creatine is something that increases uh, the energy output of muscles and is used frequently by athletes to increase strength and increase muscle volume. And uh, I use it not because uh, I want to get you know, big, uh, I, which is, you know, often the goal of, uh, younger males. Uh, they've got big orexia. They want to become huge. Uh, I want to preserve uh, my muscle strength as I age, uh, and continue, 
to be able to work out in the gym, uh, in the pool, on the bicycle, and on the track. But uh, creatine also may have brain benefits, it turns out, uh, because it may increase energy metabolism, not just in the muscles, but also in the neurons. And so there's an interesting study here looking at the problem of long COVID. Long COVID is characterized by fatigue, dizziness, lightheadedness, uh, POTS, uh, postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, where the heart races when you're trying to relax and it doesn't uh, go up accordingly with exercise. It's a form of dysautonomia, and it's a complex uh, disorder. Uh, it is akin in some ways to chronic fatigue syndrome, post-Lyme syndrome, and has some of the characteristics of uh, achy body fibromyalgia. So uh, they did a trial here, effects of six-month creatine supplementation on patient and clinician reported outcomes. And also they looked at tissue creatine levels in patients with post-COVID-19 fatigue syndrome. And they also looked at some parameters of uh, mitochondrial efficiency. In other words, the energy powerhouses of the cells. And here's what they found. Uh, they gave them four grams of creatine per day, which is what? Like a teaspoon. Uh, it's more than a teaspoon. It's, it's uh, yeah, well, I, no, approximately a teaspoon, four grams uh, for six months. And this is what they found. Uh, creatine intake induced a significant increase in tissue creatine levels. Okay, fine. Uh, they also found that there was a significant reduction in general fatigue after three months of intake compared with baseline. There were significantly improved scores for several COVID-19 fatigue syndrome-related symptoms. Uh, breathing difficulties, body aches, headaches, uh, loss of taste and smell, and difficulty concentrating at six-month follow-up. So uh, they also say that uh, these results are in line with some of the preliminary research that shows that creatine may be helpful for chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. So I'm going to include it in my regimen for patients suffering from this problem. Uh, as well. It's easily tolerated, side effects minimal. Uh, one thing about creatine, if you're going to take a blood test, uh, stop taking the creatine a couple of days before because it may distort the results of your kidney function tests. They make it appear that you've got a kidney problem. Uh, this item, a, a new intranasal COVID vaccine. Uh, according to the research, it suggests that it generates a strong immune response. It works in the nose where actually COVID begins. And it is a live attenuated vaccine, which means it's just killed virus. It does not make use of the controversial mRNA spike protein technology. So it appears to work. And maybe just maybe it's an alternative to the current vaccines. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, 
an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255, our number. The number also goes for recorded questions, so call anytime during the week, like this listener. Let's hear it. A nerve in my neck my left on my left side is irritated. What would be the best nutrients and other treatment modalities? Thank you. Okay. Well, you know, i got to say, when it comes to uh, nerve pain, uh, there's not a lot to be said about nutritional treatment, regrettably. Uh, there are some things that purport to affect uh, nerve pain, uh, such as neuropathy, and we'll get into that uh, in a subsequent call. But uh, when it comes to uh, what is essentially a pinched nerve in the neck, uh, it's more amenable to... Uh, manipulative treatments. And so the suggestion would be to get physical therapy, gentle physical therapy to release the nerve. Uh, you know, there's some concern over the potential in chiropractic to uh, be overly aggressive and uh, damage nerves uh, or make things worse. So uh, that may be an avenue, but I think you have to be a little cautious around that. Um, and, uh, you know, also there, you know, there are medical treatments for this, uh, which involve sometimes injections, uh, trigger point injections, uh, to release, uh, nerve spasm, uh, but also sometimes, uh, localized steroid injections, which I'm, I'm not really keen on, but sometimes with intractable pain, uh, they can be an alternative to surgery. So, uh, there you have it. I mean, if we got any, um, Practitioners who listen to this program, I know we have a lot of health professionals who listen to intelligent medicine. If you've got uh, a plausible solution for this lady's predicament, which, by the way, is you know something that is very, very common, uh, pinched nerves in the neck and the back, the back causing sciatica and the neck sometimes causing tingling and numbness uh, in on one side, you know, in the hands or down the arm. Uh, these problems are very, very ubiquitous. And so if there were some sort of nutritional protocol that can successfully address it, uh, I'd sure be happy to share it. 877-726-8255, our number. And as you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found it that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep. It's a real breakthrough in herbal products. I think one of the most significant ones of the current decade, if not the century. The CBD brand that I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation. Plus CBD Daily Balance THC-free. Daily Balance provides the benefits of CBD without the concern of other cannabinoids like THC, uh, which for some people may cause unwanted effects. Daily Balance contains the purest form of hemp-derived CBD in high concentrations to help you overcome intense challenges to mental and physical well-being. And it now comes in a very potent 100-milligram option, the highest available 
for those who need high levels of CBD each day to achieve their wellness goals. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. So to learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. Yes, we really want you to give it a try. So we're offering Intelligent Medicine listeners 30% off uh, by using coupon code Hoffman30 at pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new daily balance THC-free line. All right. Uh, this item has to do with, I guess you could put this under the heading of Big Pharma and its relationship to the capitalist system. Uh, there is an unforeseen effect of those potent weight loss drugs on the stock market. While weight loss drugs like Ozempic are selling out and producing huge profits for the company Novo Nordisk that makes semaglutide, their active ingredient. You see the active ingredient in Ozempic and Wigovi and Rebelsis. Uh, there's a new study that shows a benefit, a yet another benefit to these weight loss drugs. It turns out that by using these drugs, uh, you can delay the progression of kidney disease. That makes sense because excess body weight and elevated blood sugar, they can be obviated by significant weight loss. Originally, these drugs were targeting diabetes, but they also produce significant weight loss. Uh, that by so doing, these drugs can slow the progression to kidney disease. So in another area of the stock market, there are these big companies that run dialysis clinics. And it is big business, folks. It's also a very consolidated business because these are chains of dialysis clinics that rely on a steady stream of new patients, right? Because dialysis is highly reimbursed, very expensive, and highly profitable. So a lot of companies on the stock exchange, for example, Fresenius Medical Care, uh, U.S. listed DeVita, uh, these are companies that are heavily invested in dialysis clinics. Well, what happened when it was revealed that Ozempic and drugs of its kind could reduce the progression to kidney disease, potentially reducing the number of people who need to go on dialysis? <laughs> the stocks of these dialysis companies crashed. Fresenius fell nearly 8%. Uh, the uh, American division of this dialysis company its stock dropped 17%. A company called DeVita, which is listed on U.S. stock exchanges, crashed 17%. Uh, another company highly invested in dialysis down 12%. Uh, meanwhile, shares in Novo Nordisk added about 5% on the news that it could slow the progression to dialysis and kidney failure. So uh, the other company that makes one of these weight loss drugs, Eli Lilly, it makes Munjaro, up 
They say investors are scrambling to assess the impact of weight loss drugs on numerous companies, including <laughs> U.S. food giants, because with a significant percentage of people eating less, they're going to lose money. So uh, interesting. Yeah, sometimes when you want to see the impact of these drugs, just follow their stock prices. 877-726-8255, our number. And um, here's an item that shows the magnitude of the influence of the pharmaceutical industry. Headline, Americans will spend half their lives taking prescription drugs, study predicts. Uh, this story states that 60% of U.S. adults take prescription drugs. Over 45% have taken a prescribed drug over the prior 30 days. Uh, it's also envisioned that young Americans will increasingly rely on prescription medications. The projection is that American males will be on prescription drugs for 48% of their lives. For females, that's 60%, and admittedly, some of that is due to oral contraceptives, which are prescription drugs. But when they analyzed this, they found that it wasn't entirely due to women's use of the birth control pill. They say, quote, it's also related to greater use of psychotherapeutic drugs and painkillers among women. If we consider the difference between men and women, excluding contraceptives would only account for about a third of the difference. The remaining two-thirds is primarily driven by the use of other hormone-related drugs, yeah, like hormone replacement therapy, painkillers, and psychotherapeutic drugs used to treat conditions such as depression, anxiety, and ADHD, which is big business. They say a newborn male born in 2019 on average should expect to take meds for about 37 years or 48% of their lives. A newborn girl born in 2019, meanwhile, could expect to stay on meds for approximately 47 and a half years, or about 60% of her life. They also say that the incidence of polypharmacy is soaring. Definition, five or more drugs used at the same time. Rates have risen considerably in recent years to alarming levels. And if you go back to the 1990s, well, people were taking drugs, but most people prescribed meds were on just one or two drugs. Now people taking prescription medications are equally likely to be taking five or more medications simultaneously. And you know, think, eh, big categories, acid blocking drugs, antidepressant drugs, cholesterol lowering drugs, pain medications. Uh, you got a lot of people taking drugs day in and day out, blood pressure medications, or over half the population over 65 suffering from high blood pressure. Yeah, that's a concern. They say uh, prescription drug spending is projected to hit $875 billion by 2026. That's 15% of national health expenditures. And there's a concern because all the while we're taking more drugs, there's a large body of research that shows Americans are less healthy and live shorter lives than their contemporaries in other high-income countries. So we're getting less bang for a buck, and we're increasingly dependent on powerful prescription drugs with the prospect that when you take many of these drugs, some of which have only been invented recently, unforeseen effects could emerge after decades of use. 
and unanticipated interactions could be part of the landscape of polypharmacy. Yeah, multiple drugs taken simultaneously, even by relatively young Americans. 877-726-8255, our number. Yes, we are all on drugs. This is Intelligent Medicine. As you know by now, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand that I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation, Plus CBD Daily Balance THC-free. Daily Balance is a daily use supplement that provides the benefits of CBD without the concern of other cannabinoids like THC causing unwanted effects. Daily Balance contains the purest form of hemp-derived CBD in high concentrations to help you overcome intense challenges to mental and physical well-being. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new Daily Balance THC-free line of oil, soft gels, and gummies. Do you know there is a silent killer living among us? High blood pressure. It affects nearly 50% of all American adults and is a primary risk factor for stroke and heart attack. The CDC estimates that almost one-third of those with high blood pressure don't even know they have it. That's not surprising since high blood pressure, or hypertension, is often symptomless. Research studies have shown that a daily dose of aged garlic extract can safely and effectively help to reduce blood pressure, as well as benefiting a number of other cardiovascular risks. And the most researched and highly respected aged garlic extract is Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract. Odorless and organically grown, Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been clinically shown to support healthy blood pressure and cardiovascular health. So along with getting your blood pressure checked regularly, get Kyolic Formula 109 for blood pressure and cardiovascular support today. Kyolic Blood Pressure Health Formula 109 is available at natural health stores nationwide and online. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. Our number 877-726-8255. Not much time for calls in the remaining minutes of our program, but if you jot that number down, maybe you've got a burning question, something should occur to you during the week, call 877-726-8255 and record a question. we got some great questions uh, this week, and we'll do so again next week. All right, uh, there's something really interesting that Apple has introduced on their Apple Watch. It's a new feature. You can get your pulse. You can get your heart rate variability. Uh, it'll give you an alarm if you have atrial fibrillation. Uh, it'll do a whole bunch of things. And the latest thing they've introduced is a sunlight tracker. Uh, Apple's time in daylight feature uses the watch's ambient light sensor as well as its GPS and motion sensors to detect whether a person's outside. Uh, that's kind of interesting. I don't know how completely accurate it is because clouds and shade and they say even a long sleeve shirt, which goes over your watch, can affect results. Uh, the features available on Apple Watch Series 6 or later models. And most of the people wearing Apple Watches have something more than the six. I think we're up to the 
you know, Apple Watch 9, if I'm not mistaken by now. Uh, well, you don't necessarily need a watch to tell if you're spending time in the sun, but it's a handy reminder that it's beneficial to spend time outside. And I guess they're trying to make amends for the fact that they are largely responsible for keeping a lot of people inside glued to their screens or staring into their phones. Uh, in an article here in the Washington Post, they say, until the Industrial Revolution 150 years ago, we have lived our entire evolutionary history outdoors all day, every day, because people used to work outside or in the fields. And then they started working inside in, facul in factories and offices, and that changed. And then there was incandescent light, courtesy of Edison. And we're spending more and more time inside, outside of sunlight. They say what is abnormal is that we now spend our lives inside and briefly pop outside. But there are some definite benefits to sunlight. Uh, of course, sunlight uh, has been shown to help boost the body's production of vitamin D. And that may be one of the reasons why even in sunny places like Phoenix, where it's hot, there's a high prevalence of vitamin D deficiency because people say it's too hot to go outside. People stay inside and air-conditioned comfort all day long. Uh, so uh, they um, say that when people spend time in daylight, they feel better. This is according to vitamin D expert Michael Hollick. We've interviewed him on Intelligent Medicine. Uh, the sun's ultraviolet radiation can encourage the production of endorphins. So when John Denver sang, sunlight on my shoulders makes me happy. Okay, well, there's something to it. Uh, there's uh, a study done in Sweden where it's dark a lot of the time of the year because it's close to the Arctic Circle. Uh, avoiding sun exposure, according to the study, can increase the risk of dying. So there are definite benefits. Uh, it's particularly important to get outside in the morning within the first few hours after waking up uh, to send a signal to your brain that will set your body's circadian clock. That's the very important time. And if you can't do that, at the very least, get some SAD lights because this time of year, because of shortening of the day and daylight savings time. I wake up in the dark. It's pitch dark. When I wake up early at six o'clock in the morning, it's still dark. Well, you know, getting rid of daylight savings time and going back to regular time, standard time, it's going to be light for a little while longer. But, you know, when you get towards December, January, it's going to be pretty dark uh, in the morning when you wake up. Uh, they say the sunlight triggers the timed release of cortisol in the body. That's a wake up signal. And you want your cortisol in the morning because that's your impetus to get out of bed and do stuff. Uh, so they also, an ancillary benefit of sunlight exposure, the International Myopia Institute now recommends that children spend 80 to 120 minutes a day outside to reduce the risk of nearsightedness. Because there's something about being outside, whether it's the light or whether it's looking at a horizon instead of looking at a screen that's like six inches away from you or sometimes three or four inches away from you uh, tends to help uh, the eyes focus better and reduces the risk that you will have the kind of maladaptation that causes you to require glasses. Researchers are still trying to determine why time outdoors lowers a child's risk for myopia, but there's definitely something to it. 
And so uh, there's a campaign to get kids to spend more time outdoors, playing sports, and doing active tasks uh, instead of remaining glued to their devices, which they do all too often, unfortunately. All right. Well, thank you very much uh, for joining us today. I just want to mention that uh, you can shop hundreds of curated vetted supplements in my full script dispensary. When we talk about supplements, one of the best places to get them is via drhoffmanstore.com because we stock only the highest quality supplements. And many of those uh, I take myself and prescribe to my patients. Buying through Fullscript offers fast free shipping and optional refill reminders via text or email. Take advantage of everything that Intelligent Medicine has to offer. Follow the Intelligent Medicine podcast on your favorite podcast app and get new episodes downloaded to your device every weekday. Also, follow me on Facebook and Twitter for the latest health news, fully vetted product recommendations. You can subscribe to the Intelligent Medicine newsletter. Please do so because you'll get in-depth articles on the most relevant health stories. So check out the hub for all things intelligent medicine, our website at drhoffman.com. Have yourselves a safe and healthy weekend. I want to thank you for listening to the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app and get new episodes automatically downloaded every weekday. And please give us a rating and review. It truly helps new people discover Intelligent Medicine. The Intelligent Medicine Podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice and no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their health care professionals for any such conditions. Finally, please visit drhoffman.com and discover everything intelligent medicine has to offer, including frequently updated, unbiased health news and fully vetted product and supplement recommendations.